No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everybody, welcome back to the porch. Ta-da. This episode is brought to you by Defy, Defy. Premium, Premium Cannabis. cannabis. That sucked, Aaron. Come Sorry. on, you call me out all the time. What Define happened? Define Premium Cannabis. Yay! Go ahead, Apple.
Oh, I thought you stopped. No. Oh, I thought you hit the thing. Why would I hit that. the thing? No. I could have sworn I saw you hit the I thing. I haven't even moved, dude. No. Well, okay. Yeah. This episode is brought to Hi you guys. by Define Premium Cannabis. We have two locations, one in Hillsboro and one, one in, in Forest, Forest Grove. Grove. And if you're in need of anything, of flour, edibles, cake? topicals. Do you have cake? Uh, we don't have No, we you don't sure have cake. You don't Do you have brownies? Cakes? Yeah, we don't have cake. We're no, we, I, we are getting brownies pretty soon. Do you have soon. cookies? We have cookies. Okay, so you said anything. Rice Krispie Treats. I know you called me out on don't that. Now I feel foolish. Do that. Okay, we have lots of things. There you go. And we have alternatives to things that we, you know, what we may not have. We have alternatives. Really? Other things that will help you out and get you medicated. You have a plan B. Yes. I, I... I have fantastic news. If you Aww. didn't, if you didn't hear last week's episode, I'm so I'm so excited. I found and weed you just can't hide it that oh. I that I can smoke. Yes, and I can like smoke it, like I can smoke a bowl of it and not freak out. It's the best. I I told Apple what today. Is, what is it? I I was like actually getting choked up while we were cooking dinner talking about it, like. I feel like I'm in high school again. I'm excited about smoking pot. And like I'm I look forward to it at the end of the day. Like I get to go smoke a bowl. Yay. Wait, where'd you get that weed? From at Define Def- Premium, Premium cannabis. cannabis. It's called Blue Dragon Desert Frost. There you go. Figures that it have to have some fancy name. Figures that it brings you back to the desert. Yeah. But it is uh 16% C B D and point zero four percent. THC. Yeah. Nice. And it's awesome. Very and I relaxing get body. So loaded from it. And it's great. So if you want to check very that out. Happy. Yeah, yeah, cause we have that out there. Come check it out. But yeah, come see us at one of those Jake's locations. Like, what the hell would you want? Come to Hillsboro. <laughs> Do it. Come to Hillsboro. Sorry. Huh? Sorry. CBD. Apple, go ahead. I, I, I don't remember what I was saying. Go to Hillsboro. Yeah, go to Hillsboro. And Forest Grove. And Forest Grove. And ask for Apple when you go in. And tell them you listen to No Simple Road. You'll get 10% off your purchase and a free t-shirt. And the bud tenders that are out there will take the time to find the product that fits your needs. Just like with me, it took three years. We finally figured it out. And now I do not have pain in my feet when I fall asleep at night. So head over to Define and and get your needs taken care of. And this this week coming up, we have a Black Friday sale, just like all the stores. Yeah. 25% off everything. Whoa. So, yeah. Don't don't (laughs) underplay the fact that the day after Thanksgiving, you can go to Define in Hillsborough Forest Grove and get uh, 25% off. There's going to be people camping out. Yeah. Well, and and we're closing the We will also also be open on Thanksgiving because we had volunteers that wanted to work on Thanksgiving. So we'll be one of the few dispensaries open on Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. So if if you're hanging out and Aunt Sue or Uncle Mark or whatever bothering you and you need to get high, come on down to Define Premium Cannabis and they'll won't annoy you as much. And take care of your head, folks. This episode is brought to you by the one, the only, the fabulous, the stupendous Shop Tour Bus. Head over to shoptourbus.com online or at Shop Tour Bus on Instagram and pick yourself up a magically, mystically, fantastically, intentionally, lovingly, and otherly designed Grateful Dead inspired t-shirt. It is. 
L-Y is a... Like a Chinese phone book. What it, What is a L-Y? It's an adverb. It's an adverb? Yeah. It's a lot, of, lot of adverbs. It, it, it's an adjective that describes a verb, right? Ah, look at me. Adverb. <laughs> anyway. Ding, 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 ding. So we were talking about shop tour bus, though. You know, I got many phone calls on my birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday, Aaron. But thank you, Jake. One of my favorite phone calls I received on my birthday was from Luke from Shop Tour Bus. Thank you, Luke. That was really sweet. And nice. I was at work when he called. And after I hung up the phone, I was walking out of one of the conference rooms. And I was smiling so big. And I thought to myself, how rad is it that a phone call can make you smile? And that mm-hmm. is how I feel when I see their stuff. And that's why... I asked them if they wanted to be sponsors on the show, and that's why they are the one and only very first sponsor and longest sponsor of No Simple Road. And they're so sweet, aren't they? They're sending you something for your birthday. Oh, man. That's very excited, dude. I really love that new St. Stephen hoodie. I really like that. That's what I'm getting. That's his birthday. Oh, nice. Oh, oh, yeah, Brig, so stoked. It. Yeah, the, the, the designs are cool, <laughs> man. Have you seen it? I haven't. Nice. Did you see the, good call. the sketch for the new one? The China Cat Sunflower? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, you guys. So there's new designs coming out all the time. And if you don't know who Shop Tour Bus is, if you're new to the show or new to Shop Tour Bus, they design Grateful Dead inspired t-shirts that are not on the nose. The designs that are on those shirts are for people that listen to the music. Yeah, and it's a little cryptic. Yeah, you got, you got to know what you're looking at. And It'll be in the know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're not just going to get a t-shirt from them. You're going to get a hand-designed, one-of-a-kind box that has a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside. And... Just like back in the day, you're going to get a little something extra. You're going to get a bootleg. A bootleg. Man. And a pencil for that bootleg. To spool it in case it gets <laughs> eaten by your old dirty tape player that you have in your car, Apple. Uh-huh. So it's not just a t-shirt you're getting from these guys. And because they sponsor No Simple Road, you're going to get free shipping. When you check out, put in the promo code No Simple Road, and they will ship that box to you for free with, the, with your shirt or your hoodie that you got. And the hand design thing and the bootleg and all the stuff. And the holidays are coming up. So if you want to get something for somebody and you want to leave them a little note in the box, put that in the notes at checkout and they will hook you up and put that note to your loved one, friend, lover, buddy, girlfriend, cat, dog, mom, dad, whoever. So head over to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and get more more than you bargained for. Guess what? Guess what? what? Chicken butt. So we are part of the fabulous Osiris Podcast Network. And on Osiris, there are a lot of things happening. And check this out. There's a new podcast called Let Creativity Flow that's coming out. And it's sponsored by Splice. And it's a three-episode series that explores the evolution of music and technology through the eyes of artists, music industry professionals, entrepreneurs, and journalists. So this show explores the fall of industry gatekeepers like record labels and how musicians use technology to create hits and the future of music creation and collaboration. Let Creativity Flow features interviews with John Barber, Aaron Magner of the Disco Biscuits, Steve Martosi of Splice, and Andy Weissman of Union Square Ventures and more. Visit OsirisPod.com forward slash creativity to check out the new show and it premieres on Monday, November 18th. So go check that out, you guys, and check out all the podcasts on the Osiris Podcast Network. 
It's Turner and Seth. We are Inside Out with Turner and Seth, part of the Osiris Podcast Network. Our podcast it features extended interviews with musicians and other key players in the music industry. We try to get them in a relaxed setting, long-form interview to let their real character come out. Deep dives, would you say, Rob? Yes, absolutely. This is not cookie-cutter, generic coverage. Maybe a little pun here and there? Yes, unfortunately so, but we do try to research these thoroughly and get new information out of folks and get them into areas that they're comfortable talking about as well. Check us out on the Osiris Podcast Network, also available on jambase.com and of course insideoutwtns.com. We can go philosophical. We can go deep. Let's but, do it. Know, do it, know. Jake. Go philosophical. I want to hear it. Okay, what do you want to know? Let's go no, Q&A. don't don't get all quiet on me because you know the <laughs> mic's recording. You were just wait, being no, all loud. Wait, now, what? come on. What's going so on? So I want to hear the joke from earlier that got cut off. I don't even remember what we, it was. We were going to the 12th dimension. Which hey dimension? now, No Simple Road family. Welcome back to the porch in the middle of a conversation. Welcome to the 12th dimension. Yeah, welcome. Bryn's got her 12th dimension shoes on. 12th dimension microphone. With yep. It, so. And the weavers are here. <laughs> and everybody out there, I want you all to vocally, as wherever you're at, say, thank you, Jake and Bryn. Do it. Ready? One, two, three. Thank, thank you, you, Jake, Jake and Bryn. Because they gave us another splitter for our microphone. So now everybody on the porch has their own personal That's true. It's cool. It's an upgrade. We're all about upgrades. It was actually Aaron's birthday present slash... Yeah. Gift to the No Simple Road fam. I guess it's all Aaron's just one thing. birthday. So. You guys, this is a special, special episode of No Simple Road because we are on the heels and within the 24-hour window. And those heels aren't even cracked or anything. No, they are not. They're Mm-mm. actually pretty They're on soft. Fleet. Yeah, you're on fleek, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, 48, <laughs> those heels Oof. are 48 years 48 old. 48 feeling great. Mm-hmm. 48 mm-hmm. feeling great. That's feeling such a good great. year. Looking great. Yeah. I might add, babe. Healthy. Thanks, guys. Very healthy. Look, on a spiffy new corduroy jacket. jacket. Yeah, I like the jacket. I know. Uh-huh. Other 48-year-olds look like shit, man. You look <laughs> Well, no. They look like they're you cute. The they got kid. their own game. Let's check this out. Wait. This She's just being nice. 48's a three, right? Eight. One. And four is 12. Yeah. And then two plus. It's a three, right? Yep. So what's three, Bryn? No? So many things. Mm. Let's hear it. <laughs> I, oh, don't put me on the spot. I'm putting you like on the that. spot. Oh, well, there is the Holy Trinity well, aspect. Just put, what, do whatever anything triumphant. that comes in threes is usually something pretty special, mm. I would say. Okay, so this is going to be a special year. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a lot coming up, man. and It's a completion it's a of a circle. It's a good year for a three. There you go. It is I'll a good year that. for a three. I, I feel like 2020 is going to be... 2020? It's going to be something. Oh, it's going to be a great year. 2019 has been not. It's still here. Shabby, <laughs> shabby. That's I been mean, a wonderful. I've year. had a blast. It's been. A but great that's, year that's what it's supposed to do: is keep getting better. Is it? You yes, hope. it is. I think I have to agree with that. I, I mean, if you're doing the right things and putting the right shit out there, yes, it gets better. If you're a terrible human being, I don't well, know what to say for you. <laughs> wow, you, you you deserve it. <laughs> I, you know, with m- this being on the heels of my I think that's a funny saying. Anyway, <laughs> on the heels of my birthday, I thought a lot about 
more handcuffs ta- and heels. Handcuffs and heels this week. No, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> what I was going to say is, I thought a lot about mortality this week. Yeah, and, and I did one leading up to my birthday week too. And how strange life is. Like, so time is not this linear thing that we think it is. It's it's whatever. There's all kinds of timelines happening simultaneously, right? And future me is affecting now me in the timeline scheme somehow. And so I'm trying to put out the vibe more and more for my future self to set me up for success in the now. Because that guy in the future already knows what I need to know right now. Is everybody with me out there? Mm -hmm. I know this is confusing. I I actually understand what you're saying completely. Coincidentally, I was at a... KRS One concert in 2007 years <laughs> in Portland. Wait, yeah, Jay. That's why I love you, man. And he was talking about that specifically. He was like, "Look, because time is an illusion. There's multiple dimensions and multiple realities, and it's all intersecting. You can send messages to yourself in the past, like all the mistakes you made or whatever. Mm-hmm. You could be like, look, do this differently, and then maybe that'll create some kind of loop for yourself in the future where you're receiving." information from your future self that's guiding you to a more correct destination than you may have taken in that specific reality and i was thinking maybe i fucking love karis one just fyi yeah (laughs) i was thinking maybe that's what intuition might be is that resonance with yourself in the future giving you a message like do or don't this thing and that's how you receive the transmission is through that intuitive bone that's in the solar plexus region of your body. And how strange it is that my life, when I think back on 48 years, I can only, I remember this hodgepodge of vignettes, little sections of moments and memories and weird little pictures and things that people said to me and stuff that I learned and it's not linear at all. It's this weird soup that makes up what I think in my head is a lifetime. Soup? Yeah. And it's a mental stew. And it's so fast. It's going so fast. And as I get older it's going faster and faster and faster. Like I remember we were it seems like two weeks ago we were sitting out here, it was hot out. And I was like, ha, 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 the holidays are right around the corner. And Apple was like, dude, it's like six months away. And okay. here we are. It's fucking November. Holidays are next week. It's Thanksgiving. And here we are. And it has made me feel this sense of urgency that I didn't have previously to do the things that I'm excited about doing, that I'm <laughs> passionate about. So, like, you you need to do like the when I was younger, I used to always feel like, well, I can do that later. There, there'll be time. I don't feel like that anymore. Not like, oh shit, I'm almost at the end of my, I don't, I'm not talking about that. I'm just like, I'm realizing as I, as I grow up that time is this weird malleable thing. And when I get to the end, this is all going to be part of that vignette. So I need to hurry up. Well, it seems like you're using it to your advantage because you're noticing that time moves quickly and that if you make the correct choices or the choices that are going to benefit you the most, then you can reap the benefits of that 
quickly because time moved quickly. So therefore the action is going to create a situation where you reap those benefits that much faster. So you're aware of that. You have that awareness so that you can use that to your advantage. You can say, okay, I'm going to do those things now because if I do those things now, I know that five years is actually a blip of an eye. Right. So that success is coming. So there's a payoff for the energy that I'm putting out. So five years from now, I know that that reward is coming. So I'm going to do the thing because I know I can and I know what that means. And other people have done it and there they are doing it. And I started reading. Um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Started reading that. And, and one of the first things that he says is, is know what you want. And I, st- I stopped right there and put the book down. It was like a page and a half in. And I was like, okay, let me think about that. And I do. I know what I want. And for the very first time in ever, ever, ever of Aaron Schaeferness, I know what I want. I never knew what I wanted. It was always this vague pie in the sky idea that was not fully formed and had elements of a million different things in it. And I couldn't, well, I don't know. I can't really put it into words. I just know what it is, man. And no, like I know exactly what it is now. And now I feel like because I know now I can pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what is it? Juggling? Yeah, I, I want to dance, Apple. Oh, you want to dance? Oh, I just want to dance. Just want to dance. Speaking of dancing, this week's guest is the ballroom thieves. We haven't even talked about that. We're talking about dimensions and manifestation, other crazy things, other stuff. But guys, this was a new discovery for us, and. Such a sweet group of people, man. Yeah. Such wonderfully, just sweet music. And had such a, f- a fun time talking to them. And I know you guys are going to dig it. But before we get to the interview, you know how this works. You get you get a two-part with No Simple Road. You get the porch, and then you get the interview on the porch. So you're in the porch section of the show right now. Just Just relax. Let it happen. Ease into it. You know. How was your week, Mel? It was it was my birthday week, but how was your week? It was great. I had a really fun, fun time getting and prepping your birthday dinner. And sorry, I canceled on you, Bryn and Jake. <laughs> um, but after I was like hustling and doing everything, I was like, I just, I want to relax. And it's a school night and all that. So for Aaron... And I just wanted it to be a chill thing. And it was an amazing, it was amazing. The cake she made. The mm. cake. I was so proud of oh. that cake and Ooh. that lasagna <laughs> and the outdoor dining table with the lights oh, yeah. and the candles and the flowers. Head over to at No Simple Road on Instagram to see pictures of <laughs> said cake bum, and bum. table outside. Yeah. It was just cute. I sweet setup. I started to, when you do that, a labor of love for somebody or for an event even, you know, you're thinking of that thing. Like, you know, you're making a medicine for somebody. You're thinking of that person or that ailment or whatever. So I was thinking about you and our life and how awesome it is and what we get to do in it. And what we get to say we've done in it and what we still are doing, you know, and just thinking about when we first met and 
like the blips going through all the blips the little medicine cabinet or files and also putting everything I had into it to like make it special because I had an idea of how I wanted it to feel you know that's a lot that's amazing yeah Yeah, man that's That's not like hey I cooked you dinner for your birthday made you cake dude no, yeah. no, it wasn't on the recipe. Card. No. I, you, I, you said I want. Well, when you you asked what kind of cake I want, and I was like, I kind of really like coconut cream pie, but I also really love chocolate cake. Why not put a coconut cream pie on top of a chocolate cake? Boom. Why not? Why that not? execution was. You guys don't even know. No. no, it was perfect for slice. Every slice was perfect. I've <laughs> never a seen a cake. I've never had a cake like, like so that in good. my whole life. That every single piece like that stands at attention. Wow. <laughs> it did. Yeah. I feel like I missed it was, out. Right? Yeah. I just commissioned you to make it. I will absolutely do that. Cake. I will do that. <laughs> yeah, man. It was. Whoa. Yeah, it was just a really beautiful day. And my week, um, it was rid on the heels or rode on the heels of us gonna you know working on fright yesterday we went to see the black keys for your birthday up until your birthday and then i don't know i i feel a little exhausted yeah big shout out to dan and pat from the black keys thanks you guys for putting on a hell of a show for us last night it was pretty amazing and um modest mouse yeah man you know i i had never i've known about modest mouse i told you since we lived in vegas when we were young little whippersnappers well that modest mouse reminds me of sydney and simon when they were little yeah like, aren't they a portland band i mean didn't they come i don't out? I i'm have pretty no idea. sure they came out of portland but i, I believe they've been around since like what early 90s it was amazing so. to see a band with three drummers jamming oh yeah yeah yeah, and at one point he was cool playing the, the banjo and somebody was on the fiddle, fiddle. it was an interesting mix up and, yeah, the, babe. and the black keys brought the energy too they did. Nice. It was a great concert. It, it was a beautiful night. And it's one of Simon's favorite. That was the special mm-hmm. thing. Is, is Simon going to a show he really wanted to go to? With, and all of us went. Ryder yeah. went. Ryder and Mel are a little tired today. That's the rad thing about music, man, is that it genre be damned. Like, m- my son loves this band. And so the whole family goes together to see them. And we have this awesome bonding experience and it's all around the music. And that is to me is like the magic of music is that how it just people playing instruments on a stage and a crowd paying attention can create this atmosphere of connection and togetherness through, through that, just through the vibration. It's fucking awesome. And it was locally at the Moda Center, which is what, like a 15, 20,000 person. Yeah, capacity. it's a lot of people, yeah. man. So, you, you know, yeah. you get that many people together and everybody's feeling so good, even if it's, you know, it's a band like the Black Keys, which is just kind of like traditional rock and roll. Like, right. It's still an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. People are so happy. And just the that energy field of the, all the different minds linking up on one focal Seeing point. There people is something dance like so hard and smile. And I was tired, so I wasn't like getting it, but I was paying attention to the people who were getting it. And it was so mm-hmm. cool to watch. And the, every song means something to somebody. Yeah. You when see people light up love, when that certain when, song comes yeah, on. Yeah. They'll like point to their partner and like start. <laughs> That's our song. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. I saw it. It was so cute. And that, one of my favorite things for the night, I saw these two girls that were together and they start dancing with each other. And the one's kind of like 
dancing for the other one at this point. And then they lead each other out into the hallway and leave early. And it was just so cute, like their little playfulness. And mm. it was their, their song and they ran off. Like it was just... That was a cute little fun thing. But yeah, it was awesome to <laughs> be out with the guys that night too. What's up with you over there, Giggly? How was uh, your week? I was just giggling. It was I was I'm just, just a, giggling. It reminded me of the last night at the show that that kid that was over next to you. Oh my god, he was rocking it. out. Simon him. was digging on it. We were all looking at this kid like all of a sudden he'd just he'd be chilling and then like jump up and almost like getting electrocuted. He looked like, like Oh yeah, just, he did he looked he, like he was he just was like <laughs> Yeah, like flailing and fucking if you know, probably in his teens. Uh, you'd say no, late they, teens. They were in they were their twenties. They were drinking and, and he had oh, like they were? A, yeah. he had like a just a plain button-up khaki shirt on. Yeah, and normal. Like, like looked, casual, business he casual. Like he was the teller at your bank. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or, yeah. He was getting down. He was, he was getting yeah. out. Yeah, it was, it was rad. Yeah. But yeah, good week. And it made... That was, that was the cap. That was the capping, or the, what do you say, the cap of the week. Yeah. The ca- and, the icing and, on the cake. And your mom's coming to visit tomorrow, dude. Yeah, I'm excited what? about it. Yeah, my, yeah, my nephew and my mom are coming. No you guys, way. You guys, if you stop by on Thanksgiving, you'll meet my mom and my nephew. They'll yeah, both so be all here. you guys oh, out yeah. there, you I'm know, stop it. by on Thanksgiving. You guys can meet up with mom. <laughs> yeah. You got yeah. Stampede. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that and just been in a fun, busy work week in the cannabis industry, just doing what I do, having fun. And I don't know, it's all about the holidays right now. Yep. All of us, the family. Holidays. Having this this downtime and already the mm-hmm. down the downtime we have it but it seems like it's slipping away quickly yeah <laughs> because we're already planning for next year and, and we were and just it's like trying to it's like trying to hold on like gotta hold on to the holidays but they do they go so fast and then it's gonna be so so festivals fast. that we're planning for right. and yeah i've been feeling that time thing yeah man and then him turning 48 and just you know grandbabies now it's just time oh is a God. trip jasper can time is a trip I mean, it's precious but Whoa. it's all yeah. like congratulations jasper <laughs> jasper oh that video dude's gonna be walking pretty soon man <laughs> oh he's gonna be taking off that's a trip though your mom's gonna be here yeah so yeah, we'll, i haven't seen her in, in well a little over two years so we'll actually get to find out if the apple does fall far <laughs> from <laughs> the tree <laughs> thank you for the assist on yeah. that yeah. i got you back jack Shake, yeah. You mean? So that's how <laughs> Jack. I, it rhymes, Mel. It rhymes. It have to be Bake Jake. Bake Jake. Bake Jake. Don't you Bake remember Jake. that garbage oh. pail kid? Bake Jake. Bake Jake. Yeah. He's the guy tripping in the desert. Like, this fucking, yeah. I swear to God. <laughs> Bake Jake. I had it for like, years. Oh, this is going to be my life. <laughs> it was a sign for God. Yes, dude. I will be that man. There is something tripping that I want to tell. The melting garbage pail kid. I want to tell. Oh, wait, one last thing about <laughs> my week. Mel gave me a 10 of my favorite cookies. That was really cool, too. Yeah. Thank you, Mel. Well, thanks for all the treats you've been bringing home lately. Because there's that, a few of them that have been 100% a winners. Let me tell you, Defi- Define yep. has the highest quality yes. stuff. Because Define I see the these shit, samples. These farms no bullshit. If you can't Look, find it at Define, you don't need it. The thing is, is that there's so many different choices you can make in Portland. But when, I, when I'm when i noticing yeah. with Define and Apple being their guy there, you know, I'm seeing these farms. I'm seeing their product. I'm experiencing their product. It's high quality shit. You know, I'm experiencing it right now. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Uh, you know, it's defining me. Like, it I get the meaning get of the, t- the store now. So check this out. Yeah. I want to. I want to tell everybody out there something. In April, we are going to Ventura to Skull and Roses Festival. Yay! Sorry, I was. 
Wow, oh, I was in the middle of a yawn, but I wanted to yeah. say yay. Yeah. Yeah. That was the yeah. worst endorsement yeah. ever. Man, that like, festival uh, was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Snooze fest. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yay. Seriously. The lineup Everyone this year. Okay, sorry guys. Um, I actually really am excited for Skull and Roses. The this lineup is this year so is fun. so smoking hot. It just seems like if you love Grateful Dead music, that's your backup. Yeah, you, you need, need to go, go there. You have to go. Like if Billy and the Kids, Circles Around the Sun. You miss out. Yeah. Voodoo Dead with Jeff Comenti, O'Teal, Steve Kimmock. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I, 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 Jake's O'Teal going, and right? Friends. Jake and Jake and Brad. Yeah, go. we're making them go. You guys go. are going. Yeah. Oh, oh my they're gosh! Totally going. Yay. It's quite the track it's for happening. It's yeah. Quite the track. But anyway, all of you guys out there, I I want to encourage you. That last year we went to a bunch of festivals, and I must tell you that it felt the most like a Grateful Dead show from back in the day, out of any festival that I went to. The music was the most fun, and it just felt like home and you guys go to their website. I think, yeah, it's www.skullandroses.com. Did you say they booked midnight North this year? Yeah. Midnight <laughs> North is playing. Oh, Circles yes. around the sun. I, the whole lineup is just packed with incredibly talented players from the Grateful Dead. It's just nice know. to have the fresh vibes yeah, and then the older vibes and just a good mix. And it's the family going to this thing. Like you said, if you're a Grateful Dead fan, this is the spot. So go to their website. Tickets are on sale. And also, if you don't want to go there, if you want to go to um, nosimpleroad.com at the top of the page, there's a link to buy tickets on there too. And um, Go through our page. Yeah, you can it. do that. That's fun. Yeah, and visit our page on the way over there. It's a good way to get there. Yeah, yeah. you can travel. You see, see what we're new. doing. So um, that's happening. I know that we're doing uh, Northwest String Summit. And we have a couple of other things in the works that we will talk about later. But summer is already shaping up. And uh, there's all these shows that have been announced here. Like we're going to see Mike Gordon. I want to take the baby the world to Disneyland. We're okay. We're going to Disneyland. Well, we're going to see. Um, <laughs> uh-huh, I ain't gonna remember nothing. It's not like, for him. <laughs> okay, there we go. That was that was. I want to take like pictures. The, yeah, there we go. That was. So we don't even have to go on the rides. Was it Mike Gordon at the end of January and then the beginning of February is Dark Star? Oh, Dark Star. Dark Star. Dark Star. Dark Star. We're going to see Dark Star. Put your slacks on, Melvin. <laughs> you got me, man. I tried to, I tried to steamroll through. <laughs> Why are you trying to steamroll through that shit? Let's talk about it at least. You just gotta announce it and done. That'd be funny. We should start a, a new minute. cover band called the Dark Store. <laughs> Dark Star Orchestra. We're going to see Dark Star. Then. Umphreys. Pigeons, oh, Umphreys, no. Twiddle, Is it Marco pigeons Benevento. And goose? Yep, pigeons and pigeons goose. Pigeons and goose. That's a great uh, combo. I, I'm I'm forgetting. Oh, J Rad in Eugene, and then I heard a rumor, Uh-oh. and this didn't come. Just I'm saying this, and this is honest. Nobody from Osiris told me this. I heard this from somebody in the fish community. So this isn't gospel. I heard that Fish Gorge was going to be the weekend after Northwest String Summit. 
Damn. So, oh. boom. What does so, that mean? So that, that End means of July. That we're going two weeks to shows. That's what it means. Whoa. So that's that. And there's storage. the country fair right before that. Yeah. Yeah, just save your PTO. Uh, That's all I got to say for yeah. all of you folks out You're there. You're going to have to yeah. take July and August off. July it's going to be a June long hear that, yeah, summer. Hear that just just summer. Yeah, the summer. Really Pretend like you're a teacher for the summer. Early. Yeah, come on, bosses, lighten up. <laughs> Everybody out there, just chill out. So there's a lot happening, man. Business will pick up in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Jake. Yes, sir. Bryn. Yes. How was your weeks? Great. It was lovely, actually. It goes quick week. for us. You know, we have so many kids. It's just <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about time moving? Yeah. It's like you got to figure out where you sleep. So much food. We have four kids. You know, there's a lot happening at the Weaver House. It's shit. It's moving. Like movement. There's a lot of weaving going on. A lot of caffeine. Practice. Breakfast. Lunch. Dinner. Snack. Dishes. So much. Cats. Ooh. Our kids are so Anyways, amazing. But that's that was good. I know that, right? That was, that, was that, was that was just the surface layer. You know? Yeah, that, that was is, Monday. Yeah. That was Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even talking about work. That was Monday morning. It was chill. Uh, like, Simon doesn't even line. close doors now. He was born in a barn. Um, um, so he did not do that. You know, we had a cat, stray cat, that we found out. I'm just gonna yeah, sum up go the story it, really quick. There's this cat. Just showed up this oh, beautiful I you meant like orange. Brian Setzer from the Stray Cats. No, Brian Setzer came to my house. He was uh, <laughs> trying to get me to sign up for Greenpeace, I'm, I'm sorry. and I was like, "Look, dude, what happened to you, brother?" No, um, these cats, this cat, orange tabby, shows up in our yard, and you know, it was super friendly. We gave it some food, came back around, and turns out, you know, the cat did have a microchip. We took it to the vet, and it had once lived two years ago in Happy Valley, Oregon, which is about, what, an hour? An hour away? Yeah. Wow. So, well, it's about, I mean, it's a 30 and, to 45 minutes. And here's a little... Yeah, it's over the hill, over the, over the river. Yeah, and here's a little... Uh, yeah. yeah, it's far. Yeah, and here's yeah. a little cat shaming, so the lady just bailed. Like She's like, oh, the cat ran away. Really, the lady just bailed. She, like, bailed on her rental. She just, like, left the cat. The but cat... Anyway. Cat had a microchip, yeah. whatever. Cat survived, you know, like a Disney movie or whatever. Just like went through some <laughs> shit for like Showed two years. Showed up at our like, house and know. our kids, of course. He, he's <laughs> like know. zeroing in, where should I go? Where should I go? Yeah, like, dude, two <gasps> years. Ding, 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 ding. So two oh, years later, shows up at our house. Guys. He's so chill, he's like super docile. We have a cat that loves it. He's just hanging out. So we're just kind of like feeding this cat. He's letting him come in. One of you our know, kids told chill. us not to. He said, you know what happens if you're going to feed that? It's never going to leave. It's never going to leave. But it's we love cats. <laughs> What's cat the cat's people. name now? The cat's real name and the ch- microchip name, you know, which What's is a so two-year-old trippy, name. Uh, is Gandalf. That was the abandoner. Like, you know, so was, name the cat Gandalf. Our kids said the no. abandoner. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, how do you do that? You shall like, not pass. What cat? Like, what do you mean? Well, so what's like running down the road. Number, Rew, but anyway. Rew, so like running like, oh, hello. It's Romeo Lightning. Oh, yeah. Romeo Lightning, welcome to the No Simple Yeah, dude, now he's chill. <laughs> you know, he can't <laughs> come in. <laughs> he can come in if it's okay, super fucking cold, but he's going to be an outside cat. <laughs> yeah, he can have some food. He can chill as long as our main cat, Alpha Cat, our cat on the Alpha Cat is half the size of He's said, our sweet tuxedo cat. cat. So they, he's chill. It seems like they're chill so far. So as far. long as he's the king and he's running shit, then so I all heard, is well. 
I don't remember if I read That's my this fucking week, okay. in the news. <laughs> it's all the, the all cat <laughs> based. I don't remember if based. I read this on in the news or if I read it like on the internet. But there was a family that whose dog ran away on the East Coast and they were moving. And they moved to California. Yeah. And I read this. Like a year later, yeah. yep. the dog fucking showed up at their house in California. Yeah. So I don't know if that's true. No, that's and he's true. like, what that's the true. fuck? Yeah, you fucking that's asshole. That's true. And there's been several, there's been several <laughs> stories like that. I was driving with my mom the other day and she said, you know, Darwin really talks, right? And I was like, yeah. That's why he's on the logo, mom. And she was like, I'm serious. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't tripping out or nothing because he'd be talking to me and telling me shit. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yes, mom, we all hear Darwin's voice. As we were driving home tonight, our entire conversation from her work to the house was about a conversation that she had with Darwin last night. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) See? Yep. And 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 I'm sure it happened. As soon as we left the house, he was like, hey. Hey, they left. Can I get in bed with you? And she she told him no. And he was like, <laughs> whatever, man. And then he laid down on the ground and he was like, hey, hey, I'm hungry. They didn't feed me. And, and she was like, I know they fed you. I saw him before before they left. And he was like, whatever. And I go, I go, tell me he didn't lay down and go. And she goes, yes, exactly. Oh, there you go. Remember when the... Our, our cat I had talked a similar experience. <laughs> yeah, but how high were you, Jake? No, no, no. I was in dreamland. He was sleeping. Oh, what? what? Yeah. So I was Tell in us that story. I was in that period between sleeping and waking. And that is where you can manifest stuff, anyway. Go sure. Ahead. Yeah. And I uh, there's this cat. My cat was laying on the bed. And I had, I guess, I like kind of whatever rolled over, maneuvered my body in my sleep, and I put my leg on the top of the cat. You know, just like and. Cat was like smaller. It was still kind of a kitten at that point, and, and like I was like almost awake, and I heard this voice, and it was like, "Could you get your leg off of me, please?" Like, <laughs> it was like audible like that. I was like, "What, what the, the fuck? fuck?" And I woke up like it woke me up like enough, you know, got me to my conscious world. And then my fucking leg was on the cat. I'm like, dude, did you just fucking tell me to get? <laughs> did I just Why imagine I never... that? Like, what the fuck? Wow, dreams are so trippy. You ever have reoccurring dreams? Um, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and go back to it so, like yeah. consciously. So the reoc- this is awful. The uh, reoccurring dream that is, I've had. This is, is awful. Is, a, so is the apocalypse. You have and, a lot of awful dreams. Yeah. And, and I'm looking for Mel. And everything is like. <laughs> Police, I'm busy. Like police state. <laughs> <laughs> it's the apocalypse. Hey, I'm busy. I got to get my workout in, all right? <laughs> Hold on. Got to do my cardio. There's like. I'm doing crafts, babe. Hold on. There's like police and riot here. And like everything's broken and trash everywhere. And like buildings broken down. And I'm like going into these like busted down buildings looking for Mel. And can't find her. Is that, and, oh. and is it's that a hap- fear of yours? I don't know. I Maybe, I guess. Me f- in an now. abandoned building? <gasps> Finding me in a, an abandoned women's yeah, shelter. Yeah, because you found me in you an want abandoned building. You want me to, you want to roll reverse? You found Aaron in a women's shelter? Yeah, <laughs> yeah she did. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, an, abandoned, an abandoned <laughs> one. How did you find me here? Yep. I was hiding. I was fucking, I thought I was <laughs> undercover. <laughs> I told it to hold all my calls. <laughs> 
guys, I apologize out there. It's it's late in the evening for us. You just you, look. You're on the porch. This is what happens when you're not here. This is what's going on. So should we explain some of these inside this jokes? This is real shit right here. This is real porch life. Yeah. Um. Anyway. What were we? We were talking about. Uh, Reoccurring dreams. Oh yeah. Oh reoccurring dreams. Animals talking to you. And yes. And, uh, <laughs> my dog. I dreamed about an orange cat about six weeks before orange cat showed up. Really? So was that? Yeah, because I, I. Yeah. What? Oh, I was just thinking about we had this talk about getting another cat and how we weren't getting another cat, and then the kids had this. Oh, we're gonna get this little white cat, and we're gonna name it. The, they had all these little ideas, and then one day I was like, No, I had this dream about this orange cat, but. Whatever, that was some weird dream, but now I wish I would have written it down because now this orange cat showed up. I'm like, damn, what was, I don't remember anything about the dream. See, I'm doing that same thing, but with checks in the mail. Yeah. And yeah. it's been yeah. working. Yeah, it has. It's been Totally working. been working. I, oh, you got a check the other day for a refund. I, that oh, it was been like you overpaid. Or yeah, something. it's just been sitting in the mailbox over here oh, for here you go. Here's since the back. summer. This <laughs> is Forgot a weird thing. Yeah. The guys don't open their mail. I do. It can be sitting there for weeks no, at a those time. Those guys don't. I take mine all the time. Mine usually goes <laughs> right in like, the shredder. Yeah, I don't yeah. get much in the mail. So it's rarely. Anyway, those guys. Yeah, rarely yeah. is news exciting in the mail, but that's exciting when you get a check. Yeah. And so, I've I always expect as I've exciting been, stuff. As I've been falling asleep at night, that. I have been picturing Mel handing me checks from the mail. Saying, babe, you got another check. I can't believe it. Babe, you got another. Every night. And they when I'm say falling, that to do it about somebody that you We're, we're having a love. We're having him on the show in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 Well, that's not his. No, art. no, no. It's but that's thing. that's where I got it from. Yeah, it's but, not where I knew it from. But So, yeah, the Synchronicity Podcast. Mm-hmm. But it, it works, man. I. You could call it coincidence. You can call it reality whatever you want. Well, but remember we talked about language and it's up to us when we explain things to try to come up with the best way that we can to convey it that's not attached to an old way of thinking. What do you mean? What I mean is like that. So you're in the act of manifesting a certain dream that you have and you're putting it into practice by doing certain things that you've learned. Mm-hmm. You're using your toolbox. So when you say, I don't know, it's weird or it's coincidence or you're putting these terms that you don't even believe on. So you need to call it what it is, what you're doing. That's the of course factor. Well, but I mean. That's where that's where you need to get to when that stuff happens, when you've been actively falling asleep and picturing somebody handing you money and then that person comes and hands you money you need to be in the place where you say of course of course that happened it was supposed to happen because i manifested exactly it. well that it's yeah. of course it it shouldn't it shouldn't be well i don't well, think it shouldn't be was anything that, was that a question you're building trust with yourself right. and in your ability to manifest what you it's set a out gratitude to absolutely and, and that you too. know that's, that's not just of course it's 
because you have to give it back something back it's well, not like oh yeah of exactly course. there's you, that service yeah. that you, reciprocal yeah. energy you, you have, have to, to you don't just accept get free money. it i asked for it so i got it so thank you and now here's this well i don't know if you've ever read anything about the law of divine compensation where it's just kind of the gist of it is and it took me a while to get this but it finally clicked the gist of it is is that like you're going to get paid for the energy that you put out. So you may not get paid with a paycheck. You may not get paid in this linear type of way, but the energy that you put out via labor or whatever you're doing, like for, for, you know, for instance, you guys doing the podcast, whatever you're doing, you're going to get paid for that. So it's going to show up in some other way. So the energy that you putting out is going to come right back. That's the law of divine compensation. A lot of people have written about it. It's been around for a while. Wow. Raven Hollowell. Aaron Mary received Williams. a lot of divine compensation. Yeah. This week this was amazing week. with the with the birthday wishes that everybody gave. It was, I told Mel on the way to the show last night, like, it was l- overwhelming to me. Not in a bad way, but like, holy shit, man. It, to have so many, like. Well, you're putting out, man. You're putting out that energy and it's just coming back. That's what it's made me think back. it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you think about how people have this kind of paradigm set up where they're like, well, if I don't get paid a specific amount of money for this time that I'm working, then it's not worth my time to do work. But at the end of the day, because of that law, it's literally a law, like the law of gravity. Whatever you do, if you're pursuing a goal, as long as you're putting that work energy into it, you're going to get that return. Right. You're going to get that reciprocal energy back. And when you're, do- when you're doing something like a podcast that has no fixed dollar amount to how you get paid by it normally it 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 can be vague or ephemeral if you're not paying attention how you receive payment it's like that with everything and, and that's something that i've really been focusing on lately is the ways in which it, the energy is coming back. So you want fiat currency currently. You're like well, kind of thinking about I'm, getting I'm cash I'm good with money. all of it. Okay. Yeah. I'm open to whatever. But. You know, but, Aaron and I traditionally, I'm sorry to cut you off, babe, but in our prior to moving to um, Oregon, we didn't really have a goal as a couple with like financially. Like, we were just always kind of, like, random about it. I mean, we talked about stuff. It wasn't like we didn't, but it wasn't like we're saving money for this specific thing or we're going to do this thing. But since we moved here, kind of like time, money has also changed mm-hmm. for to us. And we're noticing that we don't have to act like we don't need it or can't use it or are good with just what we get, we can pursue it and it still is a good goal. It's a, to a greater goal. It's a noble, yes. noble pursuit. Aspiration, exactly. Not only for monetary reasons, but because everybody out there realizes when you have money, you're easily able to make certain um, things happen. Choices. Well, yeah, they say money magnifies the mind. So that's the thing. So it's like whatever you're trying to exactly. manifest, that's you have this tool and then you like, boom, and it's like manifesting into reality yeah. and you could do so much good. So Dude, much that's, more. that's, that's it. You just hit the nail on the head. You could do so much good because we, I think I've said this before on the show, but the number one overwhelming comment that we've gotten back as a podcast is that people feel connected and included 
with mm-hmm. what we're what we do and if monetarily being compensated for doing the show allows the show to reach more people to create more connection i'm down that's well that's the service that's, right? that's the, the service totally. and that's where it's a tool and it's a neutral thing and right. you do what you're going to do with it so if you yeah man and so in on that note i'm gonna get to the business so we can get to the interview with the ballroom thieves but if you guys want to help support no simple road monetarily you can do that you can become a chan donator and we have a new chan donator this week that we need to shout out and her name is brandy w brandy brandy Brandy. Brandy. you rock do you want to know what brandy did did she heated our call Aww. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you so Brandy much, w. Brandy. Aaron is like, hey, if everybody gave one dollar and became Chan donators, we wouldn't have to. He wouldn't have to do whatever. It's not even for that reason. It's you're yes, freaking yes. uniting with us. You're joining with us. You're saying, you know what? They're dope. Here's a buck a month. Here's twenty bucks a month. Here's five. But whatever you want. You're directly becoming part of it. It's you're the hive mind. You're literally yeah. becoming a thread. And the tapestry Whoa. that allows it to exist. Never thought about like it like that, that before. Yeah. That's okay. I'm wow. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> that's okay. That's why. That's, that's why you're okay. our manager. <laughs> you know, I managed to have good ideas. That's why he's a weaver. So there he is. Go, well, that's right in there. Go to it's Patreon. A last name for Jake. Patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. That's Patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. And sign up. You can give as little as a buck a month, as much as you want above I, that. As much as a buck a month. Yeah. So, I mean, if you give a dollar, that's a quarter show. So, If you do give a dollar, you're also being cute. Yeah, those are cute dollars. That's what it's <laughs> called. And at the end of the day, look, the big problem is greed. The big problem is covetedness. <laughs> when you covet stuff, you know, that... That's the real issue with money. And scarcity money, of like yeah, and holding and, on to it. Yeah. It'll like, never uh, come back. Uh, like, it's it's an infinite yeah. energy. It can do so much good. It It's all, you know, you, you should have really a situation where you're trying to manifest as much as you possibly can because you specifically, now think about yourself, okay? Let's look. Here's you, you right now, listener, person. <laughs> listener, you're person. Lo- you're looking <laughs> in the mirror. This is you. <laughs> You would do so much good if somebody endowed you through some means with a significant amount of money. Right. And you're looking at yourself right now, whether you're driving or you're at home, you're smoking a little weed or whatever you're doing, having some wine, chilling out, having some tea. Yep. You're realizing, yes, I would do so much good if I had $10 million, $20 million, $100 million. Think about how much good you would do. That, that's how we all would do. Right. So that's why we should all be using our talents, using our intelligence, using our intellect to create situations where we can manifest those resources. So and we can banding do those together things. with and then, people yes. that you believe in. Where, if you believe in what we're doing, then join it. You know, it's like um, people who run for like all these awesome causes, even just like the Grateful Dad, like five Ks and all those things out there. Like, join the cause, be yeah, a part man. of it. And, and then thank it's a you. huge network also, for changing the world. Thank you to everybody who did join the cause. Yeah, man. Yeah. And been yeah. donators. holding it down with us. Thank like you Brandy so w. much. Like Brandy W. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I want to say a happy birthday <gasps> to my double B's. My brother Buzz. Buzz, Buzz B. B. We love yeah. you, Buzz. Thank you, man, for being a part of this family and for always having our back. 
for taking care of us, for blessing us, and for being a Chan donator and being my friend and being Mel's friend and Apple's friend and Ryder's friend. Yeah, Uncle Buzz yeah, man. coming and taking. And the moon landing. Oh Jesus, that was incredible <laughs> accomplishment. Are we talking about are we, no, Buzz Aldrin? Yeah, no, no, Buzz Brayden. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what, And I man? can't wait to go to Texas and hang out with Buzz. Yep. Yeah. You mean a lot to me, man. And I hope that this birthday is really special we for you. We love you, Buzz. Yep. And Ryder loves you too, Buzz. Go to nosimpleroad.com and check out the merch tab. Sign up for the newsletter. Do all the things, Instagram and all that stuff. And Apple has something to say. As I say, go on over to Apple. Leave that five-star review. And we got a new one this week. (gasps) What? Apple's in charge this This was from Monday. It says, love this show. I learned about No Simple Road after the tragic loss of Neil Casal. Such an awesome show. Love the peaceful vibe of all the hosts and the inclusiveness felt while listening. See, that's very accurate. Inclusiveness while listening. You guys, we just talked about like all this stuff about energy and monetary stuff and all that. No bullshit. You guys leaving those reviews is one of the biggest things you can do for No Simple Road to help other people find out about the show. And it doesn't cost you anything. It just takes a couple of seconds. So That's the law of divine Yeah, man. Go and over there and just click that yeah, little right five there. star. You can tell your friends, too. Don't forget to tell your friends. Speaking, yes. So critical. Speaking of telling friends, I have, I have something to say. If you want to be part of the No Simple Road street team, Shoot me an email at info at nosimpleroad.com and I will send you a little media package that you can take with you to go meet other people at shows and spread the word about No Simple Road. So I'm going to say thank you to a few people here. Dave K, Kate S, John B, Steve B, Joe C, Rain R, Jared D, Laura C, and Laura B. Laura C, Laura B. Wow. You guys rock, man. And That's literally, people. these people are from all people. over the country. It's not just like one town here. Yeah, we got California, Michigan, Florida, Montana, Virginia, Virginia Delaware, Delaware yeah. Pennsylvania, There's only like 10 Arizona. people that live there. And one of them <laughs> is going to hand out yep. flyers. Thank you. We got 10% of the state. <laughs> I just think man. it's cool. Like, I think of myself, if I was a listener to No Simple Road, and that was a very West Coast thing to say. Yeah. And, <laughs> and our big states. And like, I'm going to shows, and I, and I want other people to know about No Simple Road because I dig it. Because when I like stuff, I want other people to like it too, right? That is and true, so babe. if I wrote into the show and they sent me flyers, I would fucking be totally handing those shits out. Like, I would be at the door when people were walking and be like, hey, check this out. I do that now anyway. Even It's, it's our yeah, show. Yeah, he does do that. Just like that too. Hey. I do. After the show, I'm that guy handing you stuff That's when you're walking fun. out That's all That's the hot. funnest and funniest. But I think that that is one of my favorite things that, that we've done as a show is giving that opportunity to people to connect with other people in the community and have make friendships and connect through the show. And then you can go to see... Umphreys with the person you handed the No Simple Road Flyer to three years ago, blah, 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 you know, like how I met Jake. So, guys, mm. if you want to get involved, info at nosimpleroad.com. And it's fun to be on street teams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it is. is. Many, many years ago, I'm going to say. Oh, here we go. What year, Jake? <laughs> 15 years ago. Okay. What? 14, what year 16 years ago. All right. I oh, that was 2003. I was living in 
Colorado, and I signed up to be on Railroad Earth's street team. They were still really fledgling band. Oh, I just love those guys. Love I Railroad I was I was doing well financially at the time, so I had a lot of free time, mm-hmm. and uh, and I you know got to meet people, pass out flyers all over Colorado, and you know it was just a great experience. And uh, so, I'm sure being part of the street team for No Simple Road, my God, yeah, super fun. It, man. It's going to be super fun. You're going to meet people. All you guys I, out there that have signed up, I, I want to sign you. up. Actually, I got you, man. I'll find. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you find some. I got people. flyers in the in the house. I'll give them All to right. you. Sweet. All right. I mean, Delaware. Wow, it's crazy. So thanks, you guys. I appreciate you. And all of you that have signed up, keep your eye on your mailbox because I sent you a little little something something. Yeah, I can't believe it's a great <laughs> holiday yeah, gift. Thank you, everybody. That's that's so many flyers and things going out. You're all helping us do that. That we love you guys. I always say the ripples they're growing. So on that note, we are going to get you to the interview. So I want everybody to take a breath, breathe in, breathe out. Yeah. You ready? You ready to listen to (laughs) Ballroom Thieves and and Apple and Mel and Aaron? Yes. You know you are. Yeah. I know I am. I'm ready. Thanks, Jake and Bryn, for being here with us again. Yeah, thank you for another impromptu visit. We really appreciate it. And everybody out there, remember that we love you. Take care of each other. And we'll see you on the end. All right. So, without further ado, the No Simple Road Crew gives you the ballroom piece. Woo woo. Yeah. That is a weird thing that people do. Just like complain about themselves. Yeah, don't do that because then you make it worse. You're creating your reality, man. You don't want to be complained about. No, not even by yourself. No, same thing to me too with like comedians. I'm over the self-deprecating comedians. I'm over it. I'm fat. I'm ugly. I'm fucking. I've got a small dick. I fucking whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Whatever. All right, here we go, ladies and germs. Fine. Be nice. Let's call Martin. Are we recording? Are we? I don't know. Hey. Martin. Hey, how you doing? What's happening, man? How you doing? Pretty good. Can't complain. This is Aaron. Hey, Aaron. How's it going today? <laughs> um, good. I, good. I am going to let the rest of the crew say hi. Hey, Sounds Martin. Good. Welcome to the porch. Hey, it's good to be here with you guys. Yeah, this is Mel. And over to my right, we have... And this is Apple. Thank you for joining us, Martin. Yeah. Of course. Nice to meet you guys. And you're, you're, we have a chair for you too, Martin, and it's empty. And you would complete <laughs> the circle if we were here. So just imagine that. You're in the circle of trust. <laughs> That's a really nice and also, at the same time, sad image. <laughs> <laughs> it is, too. That there's like a concert tea laying over. Yeah. over some de- some <laughs> dead leaves. It is kind of sad. And this is not always how it is, but it's how it is today. <laughs> Cobweb. Yeah. <laughs> where Where are you on in the world? Uh, I'm in Maine. I'm about an oh, hour shit. north of Portland, Maine. Ooh. Okay, so it's Portland. What's Portland, Port- Maine like? Yeah, representing the Portlands. Like, yeah, like describe a, a picture oh. of Portland, Maine on a November 2nd day. Oh, it's it's a beautiful fall day here today. Uh, it's a little cold. Um, yeah, people are people are out and about, but it's uh, it's kind of like Oregon, except uh, not as fun and cool. <laughs> Wait, why? Why yeah, is our what's was- our city <laughs> got that you guys don't have? Because I've never been. Um, 
Well, yours is yours is just an actual city, you know. Yeah. Whereas our Portland is is fairly small, and we 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 like that. It's a really great place. Uh, I'm not trying to shit talk it at all. I I love Portland and I love Maine. Uh, well, only people from Maine. Portland <laughs> can shit talk their own town, right? That's right. <laughs> right, exactly. And I think what I love about it is that there's two. There's a, a bunch of businesses that are that are kind of drawing connections with the other Portland and supporting each other. So, cool. like you know. People online are talking, you know, saying that one Portland's better than the other, and then these businesses from each town are coming in and saying, "No, it's like we're we're brothers in arms. We're, we're you know we're together." That's cool. <laughs> that is cool. that is the first I've ever heard of like the food industry coming together for something like right. That's awesome. Coming together for food and music. What a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Both are good, great food and music towns. So that's yeah. Hey, hey, Martin, why don't you introduce yourself to the, the people that are out there listening? Yeah, my name is Martin Early. Uh, I play guitar and I sing in a band called The Ballroom Thieves. Well, I, I appreciate you taking time on this beautiful fall afternoon to hang out with us, man. We've been we've been spending the morning listening to you guys, and mm. I got to say... It's super sweet, man. It's very soothing. Awesome. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. I've been listening to you guys, too. Oh, oh thanks, <laughs> okay. man. Thank you. What, yeah. what, well, what yeah. do you think? <laughs> you, also very sweet and soothing. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Okay. That's high praise. Right on. <laughs> well, awesome. Yeah, you know, it's really awesome to see right before um, we called you to just see you guys performing and like your music sets a tone in this space. It, yeah, nice. Definitely. It, I hope that's a good thing. No, it is a, a wonderful thing. <laughs> it like, it kind of reminds me of a circle. It's like you're in it, you're in the sound. And I don't always feel like that with, uh, with music. It doesn't, I've never, that's like my first thought when I think about you guys, like it brings you in you create oh, an atmosphere. Awesome. Yeah. So what is it that you're bringing to your music that you feel like does that? I, I mean, I think, uh, I don't know. <laughs> this is the first time I'm actually hearing about that effect on people. So really? well, well, then what's, um, what do you, what's the, um, what are you getting? You know, what's, what's the, what are people saying about you guys? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I think, I think we try to keep, we try to keep our songwriting pretty personal, um, and we try to we try to make a connection with people. So, uh, and not just in our lyrics and songwriting, but also in in the live show. So, yeah, I think I think that might be part of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's definitely an addition to it, whatever it is. You know, I think right. part of what Mel's talking about is like a lot of music. When you listen to it, it's being played at you and and then there's some music that you listen to and you feel like you're part of what's happening and yes. I, and I think that that comes down to at least with you guys the harmony it's such a huge part of your sound man it it's right and it's so deep was that like have you guys known each other for a long time or was this something that just happened all by itself uh yeah it just kind of happened I mean the uh our drummer Devin and I, we went to college together. So we've known each other for a good, good, like, you know, 10 years or so. Um, and Callie joined about seven years ago. So, uh, I mean, yeah, we, it, it just kind of, kind of worked from the beginning. So, 
Um, and then, you know, more recently, uh, Callie and I got engaged. We've been, we've been together for a while. And so, you know, working with, Aww. Oh, thank yeah, you. Wow. Appreciate it. That's so sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's been really, uh, it's been a lot of fun, um, well, but, but it also really, it really helps and, and, you know, adds a nice, uh, layer to the, to the songwriting and all that because we, we work together a lot and, um, yeah, that's, that's just been an added kind of, it adds a little, little more depth to our songs, I think. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I think having a, a personal relationship with the person that you're doing something that you're passionate about adds a depth to it that wouldn't be there otherwise for sure. Right. Yeah. And mm. I mean, so you guys then were not together when ballroom thieves first formed. Right. Oh, yeah. wow. Mm. So, wow. Yeah. We yeah. met through, through the band. Yeah. How did it unfold? Uh, slowly <laughs> being stuck in a band um, together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, you know, we were, we were in the band for almost two years before we started, started dating. And we, uh, you know, we were, were both with other people and we were, but it was just kind of an unavoidable thing, you know? Um, unavoidable. Like, yeah. A, uh, not that we were trying to avoid it consciously, but, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to, um, I, I'm just, I'm, if I'm, these questions are too hard, then I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying no, to get no. into the part of like, you know, like, when you have a new love, what happened? Like, what spark was it? What moment was that? That you were like, where, oh my God, it's unavoidable. I'm going to hit this guy with my car. My brakes are failing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's unavoidable, you know? Like, right. love being unavoidable. At what point within two years? Like, do you remember it? I don't, I don't think I remember one specific moment, but it, it was a, it was a more gradual kind of understanding that this was something that I, you know, I was either going to be with her or it was going to fail miserably and the whole band was going to fall apart. And uh, so, um, not to put it in in dramatic terms, but you know, (laughs) it it was kind of a, yeah, it's where you were at. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were just, you know, great friends and, uh, and that was part of the, part of the reason that made the transition from being just bandmates and friends into being in a relationship so easy is that we were already, you know, we had already lived in a van together for two years. So yeah. it's like after yes. that, there's not really much to hide anymore. You can't really you get to know somebody you know, very well. Right. Yeah. You can't really can't hinder your way through that, you know? No, no. So that's part of the reason why it sounds so beautiful. And I think now that, you kind of explain that it feels like you're letting us in to your and her space and yeah that's that's an interesting way to look at it yeah like it's a kind of a play back and forth that we get a witness to and we get the yeah. we get to like have this sonic like understanding of the space that you two are in together wow right and before we had called you Apple and I were cooking dinner in the kitchen and mm-hmm. we're listening to you guys. And, and I said, what, what are they categorized under? Which we hate doing that, but, but you always just, do. just for the hell of it. Like what uh, on Apple music, what are they categorized under? And he's like, well, this one's categorized under alternative and this one's categorized under Americana. And I was like, yeah, man, I, I, I there's no 
box. I can't put it in a box. <laughs> is right, that, well, it, was that intentional for you guys? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I think, I think the Americana label, I think you get that for just wearing a cowboy hat, but right. uh, <laughs> that's a pretty broad, okay. I don't, I don't really know. How they're to from America. Now they're American. Genre. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. We see a lot of people, a lot of bands defined as Americana and it just seems like there's not much of a, you know, much of a line that's holding them all together. It just doesn't feel like a real genre to me, but yeah. Yeah. maybe, I, yeah. No, I, um, I, I agree with you. But, but yeah, I think, I think we've always kind of tried to really uh, take some risks in our songwriting and arranging and we've, we've kind of set out with this idea that there really aren't a lot of rules when it comes to songwriting because, you know, it's whatever we want to do. So, right. So I think that has kind of led us to explore all kinds of different things. Mm -hmm. And this next record that we're going to release is no, no different. We're, you know, we're covering a lot of different ground, uh, in one record. And yeah, I think it's going to keep, keep developing that way. And I think nowadays in the music industry, I think that's maybe more okay than it used to be, but I guess people have been doing this for a long time. Well, I, I think with the advent of the ability to self publish, and and not be beholden to a record company if you don't want to be has mm -hmm. has really opened things up because there's nobody saying what you can and can't say. Yeah. So the artist is way more free to express mm, what would be considered I don't know, not well, just not, not allowed before, yeah. yeah. Not your image. Yeah. Or risky or yeah. 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 And nobody's nobody's creating an image for you. You know, you're just no, who you yeah, are and doing no. your thing. It's, 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 I think it's that's beautiful a, yeah. storytelling. Yeah. Like I say, well, that's, it's, if it was going to be a genre, it's a new one to me. You guys are really good at beautiful storytelling. Yeah. It's does, the voices, the lyrics, everything, they take you on a journey through it and it draws you in. It has character. It's, you know, a lot of a lot of music nowadays is like that. It's just so much exploring. There's like you guys were just saying, it's so open yeah. to what people are accepting and want to hear. We all want to hear something different, you know. Right. And a lot of you know, you guys are bringing that to the table. That's that's good. Good that you picked up on that. Cause that's kind of yeah. That's kind of exactly what we're going for. Good. So then you guys are really putting it out the way that you are you know intending yeah intending like it's it's coming across that way because now I, I mean i didn't know that you guys were together so hearing this makes the music even more beautiful yeah different ears now yeah when i listen well, and, right. and it makes me understand why her voice is so sweet like a freaking siren you know like <laughs> just super alluring and nurturing and sweet and having fun and but you know what the the new album is kind of different for you. Is there a new album coming out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a new, I, I think I can talk about yeah. that. Right? Oh, well, yeah. You I, can I talk got, about whatever you I want. I got a little bit of, <laughs> of, a, of a breakdown of, of what it's about. Yeah. From who? From, and, who? Uh, from their publicist. <laughs> um, Emily? Yeah, from yeah. Emily. And, who's yeah. awesome, by the way. Uh, Shout out, great. Emily. Yeah, Emily. We love you. No Simple Road <laughs> loves Emily. Uh it's do you feel like it's huh, this is a weird question but a reflection of more of what the world is showing you or more of what's going on inside of you guys 
great question. Um, I think I think a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think if I had to break it down, it's probably more the former and 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 but still some of the latter. So right. you know, I think there's a lot of more. I don't want to say political because it's I feel like that term is overused. But there's yeah. you know there's there are more songs about what's happening in the world and and uh, less songs that are purely personal. Mm. Um, so, you know, and even, and that doesn't mean that there's not songs that take a personal turn, but they, you know, they kind of deal with what's going on in the world and what that means on a personal level. So, uh, yeah, so I think it's, it's definitely a, a bit of a shift in, in our, what we've done in the past. Hmm. It, How did you like the process? Going from that uh, one, you know, one to the to the next. I I've, I've loved it because um, this this new record is the is the first project we've done where Callie and I completely co-wrote every song. So in the past, Aww. I've done I've done more of the songwriting and and uh, you know and and she's kind of started to write over the past few years and and so uh, this is the kind of the first project where we really worked on everything together except except for one song that she contributed by herself. So, um, so yeah, it's that, that kind of shift from working more alone to, mm-hmm, to together. really working with a co-writer, uh, who also, you know, is the person I, I live with. So yeah. yeah, that it's been a, it's been a really great experience. Martin, you want to know what Aaron says? He says, um, everything's better when we do it together. Yeah, man. That's his like motto to me and him, just like as a couple. Well, I can try and pull yeah. it off by myself That's and sometimes right. it's good, but when we do stuff together, it's like <laughs> fuck, right. it's so much better. And yeah. I wonder yeah. for you, man, like as a songwriter, and this might be tough to answer, but when you're sitting down to f- literally write the songs, what does it look like when there's somebody else doing it with you. Like, because for me, like I think about writing lyrics and it's such a personal thing for me when I write poetry or lyrics, like it's, it's this weird painting of what's going on inside my head. But then to do that with someone else, I don't even know what that would look like. Dope. That's what they're doing. It looks dope. (laughs) What's the what like mechanic? Start writing with your wife. What do you do? How do you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Martin. No, no, you guys are great. Um, (laughs) You're in this political debate over here. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to know how you're doing. (laughs) I'm just messing with you. You guys are doing a freaking great job. Thank you. Seriously, Thank you. like, let's just cut the, it, to the chase. You guys are so cute together. <laughs> oh, that's freaking cute. You guys are making beautiful music together. Like, that's the epitome of like love, and then love, like love well, then, plus I, love. I got to ask a question too because I like you guys are like a trio. <laughs> the three of us are like a trio. You know, they're a yeah. couple, and we always call ourselves like a tricycle. So are yep, you and yep. De- is De- Devin like your 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 brother, your homie, being the band? Besides that, there's the three of you. I just like that similarity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we're we're good friends, and uh, yeah, there it hasn't always been easy, obviously, because yeah. you know being in a in a band with three people in general, especially the way we toured for a few years, is you know not that not that simple. <laughs> um, I think 
you know, you spend enough time in a van with anybody and you're going to want to kill them. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we, you know, we've, we've grown closer over the years and we've, we've really, you know, it, it's really fallen into a groove where, where everyone's more comfortable and more, uh, more, you know, content with, with what's going on and able to focus on, on the music and focus on, you know, being happy and healthy on the road. What, what is the, so you say touring like we did, what do you mean? For a few years we were doing, uh, we were on the road about 10 months out of the year. There was, you know, there was a year where we were home and off the road for 14 days total in the year. Holy and shit. And it was just, it was just kind of an overload, you know, wow. we did, we did that for two, two and a half years. And yeah, I mean, we covered a lot of ground and it was a lot of fun, but also really wore us down and, uh, not just personally, but also, you know, interpersonally within the three of us. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Wow. <laughs> there'd be, there'd be three rough. dead people here. What's, what motivates you to do something <laughs> like that? To, to put yourself through such extreme measures. What is your personal motivator? My, my personal motivator is just that I, I love doing this. I, I love playing music and, and I wouldn't want to do anything else. So, um, to me, I mean, you know, the first couple of years were really exciting you know, when you're a young musician, all you want to do is be on tour and go on the road and, mm-hmm. you know, and you realize that that's not really how this business is built. If you're trying to really build it in a smart way. Um, but yeah, so then once you finally do get on the road, then you're just excited and you're psyched to sleep on people's floors and, you know, and, and drive 25 hours to the next show or whatever. And yeah, it's, uh, yeah, for me, the motivation was just the fact that I really love doing it. And then that the music after a while turned into obviously, uh, you know, being close to this girl who's now my fiance. So, you know, that <laughs> yes. being close to her and making music with her and, and, you know, that, that kind of just made it impossible to step away from. Wow. And impossible do you feel like that, from. that motivator is the same for everybody in the band? I think the, I mean, the common pursuit of wanting to be a musician uh, and probably also more specifically wanting to play in this band with these three people. I think yeah. that's a, that is a common goal, um, with all of us. Yeah. I think we're all a little different there and we all have our, you know, the things that are more difficult for, for us on the road and off the road. And, you know, and of course Devin has, has a relationship at home. So there's, you know, that's not always easy, um, with our job. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think everyone's got their their ups and downs, but all in all, I think we're all we're all on the same page when it comes to music, you know. You know, you you mentioned it a couple of times, and and I wonder what it looks like for you staying healthy on the road and and doing it right. How what is that? Is that like is that something that you've learned over time, or is that something that you've brought with you the whole time? I think I'm, I think I'm still learning yeah. on that, on that. Front. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I think it's really hard to do. I mean, physically and mentally staying healthy mm-hmm. on the road, I think is, is really tough. Um, and yeah, definitely for the first few years, I was not even thinking about it, you know, right. I, I was doing... young and I was just psyched. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
but I think after a while you have to think about it or you, or you just can't continue to do it. Or maybe I'm talking to the wrong people because the Grateful Dead seems to find a way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, somehow um, they're still thriving. They're still, yeah. <laughs> that's 50 years crazy. later, Dude, that's there they go. crazy. Just, like, just talking about them as a phenomenon, like they are that's amazing what they've done Mm -hmm. and that they're still doing and they're still bringing like packed audiences and sold out tickets and merch like crazy. And it's amazing. There's a reason for that. And it's the same reason that they're sound the way they sound. It's because they love what they do Mm. and they can't picture themselves doing anything else. I hear that so much from musicians that like, you know, I, Right. I, when we first started doing this, I'd be like, did one of the questions I always asked was, did you always think that you were going to be a musician? And I would say to the, to the person, yes, this is what I always wanted to do. I may have had other jobs, but I always, this was the thing is, I mean, I, it took me 45 years to figure out that this right now is what I want to do. And I feel like mm-hmm. you're super fortunate to have that. And then on top of that, to be aware that that is what you want and, and pursuing it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's definitely not something that, that everyone gets, has the luxury of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know, Mel is funny. Cause as soon as you said that you guys were together, she zeroed <laughs> in on that. And I, I'm curious about something. So there's three of you in the band and you're in a relationship and you're not always getting along and you've had a long drive and you drove wrong or she parked wrong or whatever. You guys pissed each other off in the van that day and, and, and you're arguing when you're loading in and the sound check didn't go right. How do you get through that when, cause I know for us, for me personally, if Mel and I are beefing, when we're going into an interview, I'm off. And it takes me yep. almost to the very end of the interview to find my feet. How, how is that for you? Uh, funnily enough, I mean, we, we just, when we get on stage, we kind of, there's kind of like an invisible wall there mm. where like once you get on stage, All you leave off. whatever, yeah, whatever you're doing on the other side, you know, you kind of forget about that for a while. And sometimes that's, easier to say than actually do but mm-hmm. um but yeah most of the time the problems the problems don't really uh they don't travel to the stage you know that's really so cool. and most of the time we try to figure things out between the, especially when it's between Callie and I you know we usually try to figure it out before we even get on stage because you know just to not let that negative energy yeah. kind of seep into that space cuz that's you know oftentimes when you're on the road you can have a really shitty day and and that hour hour and a half on stage or four hours if you're the dead uh you know (laughs) that that is you can sometimes be the only good part of your day and and so that that kind of has to stay uh consistent you know that's that's a trip because you went through all that right like you have a shit day or whatever, it's tough. And then you have this hour and a half on the stage and you say like, Oh, that, that hour and a half or whatever is the best part of the day. 
why, I guess what I want to know is like, why would you keep doing that thing then? Do you, do you get what I mean? Like if you've went yeah, through yeah, all that and yeah. that hour and a half is it, man, like what the fuck? <laughs> The hour and well, a half the, is it. <laughs> I, okay, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, the hour and a half is the best part. And then after the hour and a half, you kind of, you're coming off this high kind of, you know, yeah. you have, you, like you, you have all this adrenaline and you feel really great. And um, yeah, so it's not just the hour and a half. And that's just, you know, that's one example. Like it can be a really shitty day. Right. But usually, the, usually the rest of the day isn't necessarily just complete shit, you know? All or say, nothing. <laughs> yeah. I would say it's just because the that hour and a half is really that good, you know? Yeah. It's, it's worth it, yeah. I, I believe in weird, that. But Me too. It's not yeah. weird. It's not weird at all. That is why people do a lot of shit for a short Dude, amount of that's, time. That's why all those <laughs> right. people fucking followed the Grateful Dead around. That I mean... That right. four hours or hour and a half is is like Apple said it, you know. It, the, yeah. Every moment in in that space is special and different and unique and magical and wonderful. And that's what keeps you playing. And that's what keeps us coming back to listen is because of that thing. And I, I think, from my perspective, the people to me that are making that music that does that are like magicians. They're the most amazing people because you guys can pull something out of nothing and create this space for us that we wouldn't have had. That is yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I mean, I've, and I, I feel that with, with other artists. Absolutely. Yeah. Stand by one second. I have to take, <laughs> I have to say something about this. The buck is right on the other side of the fence. Oh. Darwin and the buck are staring each other down. We should put him in the okay. house so he doesn't oh, jump the fence. Hang well, on one on, second. Martin. Hey, Martin. Yeah, we, yeah, <laughs> we, have, a, we have, have a, a buck that, and our dog chases this buck. Oh, no. Okay, he took off. No, he didn't. Come on, Darwin. Come. No, I mean, the deer, the deer just took off to the, that Sorry, way, man. but Darwin's not going <laughs> to. Well, see, that's the you live in Maine, so you kind of get it. There's wildlife oh, yeah. and trees, and oh it's, yeah, it's, we're out in the woods here. Yeah, that that's our favorite thing. We moved up here from Vegas like four years ago, and to actually experience fall, to see oh, the yeah. leaves yeah, change, right. color, the hills look like they're on fire because all the oranges and reds and yellows. It is just beautiful. Yeah, it really is. You guys, we're just out on on your end of. Uh, of the world. You um, played the Wonder Ballroom, right? Yeah, yeah, just uh, last week. Yeah. <sighs> we blew it. <laughs> we did. We blew oh. it. We, yeah. I, I saw it on Thursday this week and was like, oh, oh man. So, we, we choked. <laughs> Sorry, Martin. It's all right. That's They'll be like, back. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no worries. We'll be back. Yeah. How was, we'll how was the, the show here? Was the turnout good? Yeah. It was great. I mean, we were with, we were with the guys from camp. Um, and, uh, and yeah, those guys have been, have been crushing. So all their, this half this, most of the shows on this tour were sold out. So, right. oh, uh, yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, I think the wonder ballroom was sold out too. Yeah. That, that place is super special, man. I love that. Yeah. We it's like funky. that. Venue. It is. Yeah. It's a really cool, cool venue. We've, we've played it twice now, both times opening and yeah, it was, it, it's a really nice place. We love Portland in general. It's, oh man, we have some good friends that live out there and, 
we always we always enjoy staying there. Yeah, now you have more. <laughs> nice, yeah. So, I want to get back to you. You said that like you were home for. Did you say fourteen days out of a, a year? Was that what you said? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, that I'm, was yeah a couple it, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When that happens, a, a set of dates like that, and you've only got fourteen days at home. Who's responsible for that happening? <laughs> like, is that I a mean, booking agent or is that you guys doing that? Yeah. So I mean, it's a it's a booking agent who does what we ask him to do. Whoa. So uh, yeah, I mean. That was it. Was early on in in the career of the band, and uh, we just we had a problem saying no. You know, we were just like, yeah. "Yeah, we can do that. Yep, if we can get there, we'll do it." Yeah, um, and we thought that that was really important to never, you know, to say yes to everything to make sure we get, you know, any opportunity that comes our way. And years later, we realized that you don't always have to say yes. <laughs> you know, you can say <laughs> no to stuff. And maybe that even, you know, maybe that even means next time the offer comes through, they, they'll pay, they'll try to offer you a little more money because they're like, oh, these guys said no last time. And, you know, right. you, you learn some things as you go. And, you know, I, I think. Good for you. <laughs> would, would have been nice to learn that a little earlier. But, but that's in how hindsight, you, yeah, you know, that's part of I'm the game. I'm okay with it. Yeah, that's part of the game. Yeah, I guess we're out there hustling, getting the exposure, doing that's what brutal. you had to do. That's that, that, yeah, that is brutal. That makes you not be, you got to stay home. You have no healthy. ground. Like when you finally end something like that and and it's finally time to go home, do you, are you like floating, free floating? Like you don't know what to do with yourself? Or is it like, Jesus Christ, I can't believe I'm home. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> well, back then, back then it was tough because because we were traveling so much we we all left our apartments so we didn't have anywhere to live really oh, so shit. uh there was no so home. we would go home and like we would all stay with our parents and you know our parents are all amazing and they, but it's you know as, as as nice as it is to go home to your parents it's not really a private space and it's not just your home so it that was a big mm. move a couple of years ago we we kind of settled down and uh, Dev, Dev bought a, or, or rented an apartment in Portland and Callie and I bought a house, uh, about an hour North of Portland here. So that was a huge change because then, you know, now, now coming back from the road and we, when we don't tour Got roots. even close <laughs> to what we, what we used to do, but, um, but now coming home, it's, it's a lot easier. It's more like, you know, a, a nice big breath of fresh air, yeah. uh, at least after, there's always a bit of a weird kind of buffer zone, you know, there's like one or two days where you're just adjusting to a new, new surroundings and a, and a different lifestyle really, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, switching gears. And that, that goes both ways. I think. Yeah. I mean, we even feel like that, like after this last summer going from festival to festival and show to show. I just feel like that in life. It, it, then now it's like <laughs> fall and we're home. And it's like gears have switched, you know. And yeah, and at it, first you kind of don't know what to do with mm-hmm. yourself, and then you get settled in, and then it's like, oh yeah, home. Oh yeah, home is right. nice too. I know how to do this. But it, yeah, exactly. Do you get restless after you've been home for a little while now? Definitely, yeah. As we <laughs> as we've taken some longer longer periods off, I mean, it's I love being home, and I'm I'm I would consider myself a homebody, but uh, but yeah, there there are definitely times where I'm like, all right, I'm ready to ready to get back out there 
it's got to be it's got to be crazy to have that contrast all the time and i mean but for you guys writing the the new stuff how long did it take for you to finish the new the new album uh writing wise you know i mean we kind of did it piecemeal so we you know we would be home for a week or so and then we'd, we'd kind of work on a few songs and, and demo some stuff out and uh and then we did a, did a bunch of pre-production with the whole band uh and our producer before we went in the studio mm-hmm. uh and then once we were in the studio i think it you know it took about a month um uh yeah around there and we, we did it in four different locations and you know kind of worked on different things here and there so uh yeah, and did, did a bunch of home recording as well. So, yeah, it was it was a really fun fun process. You feel like um, you feel like the band is finally like it's found its footing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, these last couple of years, being more more, uh, you know, kind of staying in one place a little bit more <laughs> uh, has really has really helped. And we recently started working with. Uh, a good friend of ours uh, who's been he's been on a bunch of our records and he's he's done front of house sound for the for the band before um, but he's he's starting to join as a fourth member on stage so uh, he's a multi instrumentalist and that's been really really fun because it kind of expands what we're able to do in a live setting and um, and that kind of influenced the the arrangement and and uh, things in the studio as well so yeah it's 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 really, you know, it's expanding, but it's, it's never felt more, uh, secure. You know, we, we, we kind of have found a, what we want to do and, and, you know, I think we're in a, in a pretty good, pretty good place. Yeah. I'd say that too. Mm-hmm. It sounds like as it. far sure, as it, sure you know, like as far it. as it goes. Yeah. 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 Sounds like you're right where you were supposed to be. And I was thinking about this too, like, you know, when you have like a job, like say, you know, a regular job where you have to go away and then come back home or even a business where you have to like kind of run it, um, you still have to spend a significant time away from the people that you love. But what you and you, you two do is your home life is each other and then your um, career life is each other. So there's no separation. Like if you have to go on vacation, you're going to go on vacation (laughs) with your girl, you know? And so (laughs) I think it's such a beautiful sentiment in life to see that it's like a, a blessing to see that it's possible and how beautiful and, and unique you guys are putting it out. Well, yeah. And and thank you. Yeah. It's, it's a really interesting, uh, situation and it, it's so there's so many amazing positives to it and i wouldn't ever trade it and it's and obviously also it's it's not always easy you know yeah. there's a lot of challenges to it that's that, life you know right that that other people wouldn't have to deal with you know like we have to kind of plan for a time apart rather than make time for each other wow. you know yeah. I've never so. even thought of that <laughs> Yeah, yeah that sounds after, fun. <laughs> I'd like to yeah. do that sometimes. <laughs> that <laughs> Thanks for that idea. Aaron, Aaron just had like a revelation. He like shook his head. I, I never I thought, thought of that. <laughs> well, you know, Martin. Like for us, the goal for us is to be doing this full time, right? And so yeah. that that thought of 
the thing that we love to do is the thing that we all do together for a living is really awesome and exciting. Uh, but yeah. I know from being 47 years old that the idea of things and the actuality of things are often two very different, <laughs> 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 two very different things, but I would have never thought of that. Like that is something that you would have to pay attention to because like you said, you not literally stuck in a van, but you're together all the time. So yeah, right. of course you would need time to be a part <laughs> and have your own experience and, and your own things going on. And I would think that that would help the music because now you're bringing separate experience to the writing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, you're super lucky, Aww, man. That, yeah. yeah, that, you know, a lot of people <laughs> aspire to that. And I think unless you own your own business, or something like that. You really can't make that happen. I think music is is a perfect way to make that happen. Yeah, and it's not a really really common. It, it, as soon as you first said that, it always reminds like all of us Tedeschi trucks and mm. like oh, that. Yeah. You know the super special relationships that you see open on stage, and it comes out in the music. It's yeah. Mel, what you were wondering what she plays what Callie plays oh yeah what uh Callie Callie plays cello and bait I okay. was right okay, okay. cello and so bait can you can you school us because we were watching and Mel was like is that an upright bass or is that a cello <laughs> yeah it's is a, there it's a difference a cello. yeah okay yeah definitely yeah the, right. ba- the upright bass is much bigger yeah it's a beautiful instrument. Yeah, man. It is beautiful. She looks beautiful playing that instrument. <laughs> Seriously. I'm so I'm proud of yeah, you guys. She, I am I she, am. I am. I'm very emotional. Like Sydney just got our daughter just got married and just seeing nice. them. Congrats. Thank, you. Thank you. And these two became grandparents last oh, yeah, November. That, oh man. Yeah, yeah our man. grandbaby's gonna be one, but like just seeing That's young amazing. people be being so sweet and bringing their talent to the table and filling the airwaves with something positive and something yeah. beautiful, you know, we and need it right now, man, like everybody, like, oh, yeah. you know, there, we could talk about hardships and struggles and things that are annoying and all that stuff. Like everybody has those, but we all know that. And what's nice to hear is some people that are in love that are young, that are thriving, that are positive, that are just in good in for the world. So that's what I feel like you and Kelly are. It's good for the world. Thank, Thank you. you. And not just you two. I don't mean to to throw <laughs> Devin out. I don't, yeah, yeah. you know, but I, just oh, this. In the, in <laughs> no, but the just the relationship is just whatever it is and I don't mean like the personal relationship I mean the relationship of the band is a beautiful one thank you yeah it's it's been a trip <laughs> yeah what, was how old were you when you started playing Martin uh, I I started out playing drums when I was young and then uh, started playing guitar when I was about 14 and what was your what was your musical roots like what was the thing that turned you on that got you started playing, picking up a guitar? Um, so 
my dad, when I was, when I was growing up, he was, he played music, um, played guitar and wrote songs. And then he also managed, uh, this, this bluegrass band called the Kruger brothers. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they were, we, we were living in Switzerland and they're originally from over there. And he was kind of, uh, you know, business, he was their business manager for a while. So we would go to all these bluegrass festivals in Switzerland to watch the Kruger brothers play. And those were just kind of some of my early musical memories. And so, you know, as soon as I, I had to pick something to play, I, I picked up the drums and then, and then cause my dad played guitar in, in high school or just before high school, I started playing that too. Um, and he taught me a couple chords and yeah, just kind of, kind of went from there and it's it's just kind of been something that it's it's a never-ending uh it's a never-ending positive you know that yeah. you can never you can never finish an instrument you can never finish the guitar <laughs> yeah. so it's really, i'm done really nice. it. i did it you can put that yeah. away yeah now that brings yeah. up a whole so, other question do me and aaron both looked at you i think we all do when you said living in switzerland that, that had to be something <laughs> and there's bluegrass festivals in switzerland yeah, my mind festivals in switzerland now. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't believe these things. I mean, it's complete. It's completely weird to think about it now because it's all these like kind of stereotypical, uh, you know, American festivals in in the Alps in Switzerland, uh, and oh. you know a lot of a lot of European bands. But then you know you get all you get some good players over there too. And these guys, I mean, the Kruger brothers are are they now live in North Carolina and they're they're absolutely incredible. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, there are <laughs> there are bluegrass festivals in the Alps in Switzerland, That's and they're pretty fun. Tripped out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so after, like I said, after listening to you guys, we were we were like, okay, you know, this one says it's alternative, and the, this one says it's Americana, whatever. Like in your car when you're driving, what are you listening to? Oh man, all kinds of stuff. Uh, lots of lots of bands that we're friends with and that are kind of in our circle that we've met on the road. And, um, I like hip hop. Uh, I like old country. Um, yeah. Music. I mean, there's not, there's not much I don't like. Yeah I, yeah. I like all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, Mel's ears perked up when you said hip hop. Well, sure. I mean, I just love it. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's, there's every music has a certain way that it makes you feel, you know, and a certain way that it makes you dance and then like certain memories that it brings up and hip hop has a certain feeling that it brings with it. It like, well, it's, it's just in the name hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, I'm not, that's not, that's not depressing music. Hip hop. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, you know, Tupac talks about getting shot and stuff and you're still like, yeah, cool. Yeah, you know? it's bobbing your head to it. <laughs> yeah, it's bobbing your head, like moving it to it, and it's yeah, it's the way that you say something, the way that things come across. So that brings up a good point. Like the some of the topics on on your guys's new album are a little heavy, and do you feel like it's you found that balance where you're still bopping your head along with it while you're hearing what the message has to say? Oh, definitely. Yeah. More than ever. Um, I don't think we could quite get to Tupac level, uh, <laughs> head bobbing, but, um, but, but yeah, I, I, I don't think, uh, we're not, we're not trying to beat anyone over the head with 
how shitty the world is. <laughs> so, yeah. um, We've got enough of that. Yeah. Just turn on the TV. Telling it how it is, how you see it. Right. But it, it, yeah. And it's, I think it's important to kind of, you know, make sure that it's not just a political statement, that it's also a, a piece of music that, yeah. you know, people can enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that, I think if it, music that is just purely political statement, at least for me personally, is kind of a turnoff and it, it can, it cannot, it can make me not hear the message because it feels like it's being forced down your throat. But when it's served, when it's served correctly and it's sweet like that, that's when I feel like the message really gets through. And, you know, I don't know about you guys, but like, I don't really pay attention too much to the news and the craziness that's going on out there. I mean, you can't really avoid it, but I don't immerse myself in it. And the vibe of just being alive on the planet today is sketchy all by itself at at times. And I feel like the art that's coming out right now is a direct reflection of that. And having some sweetness with it, I think is really important, man. Yeah. And I think, I think one of the things to remember too, is that, you know, if you, if you're just presenting how terrible everything is, you're missing a whole portion of reality because there's, because there is sweet stuff, you know, there, there are nice things out there. There's love everywhere. There's, you know, there are good people still. And, you know, so I think, I think just focusing on the bad doesn't, doesn't really paint the full picture either. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have a balance. Yeah. It's nice. It's always going to be a little of each. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Like I, we were saying earlier, I'm sitting here watching deer walk around and I'm with my family and I'm talking to somebody cool and, you know, there's there's a lot of good out there, and it's important to remember that. And but I, then there's that airplane going over spraying chemtrails right now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as if on cue. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Thanks, airplane. <laughs> so these, these guys are enjoying themselves a little too much. Let's spray <laughs> with some shit. Spray some zinc on them. So when when's the new album dropping? Um, when. When does this episode come out? Because I don't know if I can, if I'm supposed oh, to. Whenever you want us to. You can, you can say soon. How about that? <laughs> oh, it, it comes out soon. It'll be in the, in the spring. Yeah. There you go. Okay. That'll work. Yeah. I think this will probably come out in a couple, couple weeks, two weeks, yeah. maybe three at the oh, most. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're good then. Because I think we are, I think we're announcing it. Yeah, in, in, in a week or so. so oh, yeah, yeah, you'll be good. Be you'll be good. When I see you guys, Sweet. you guys are taking a little bit of a break right now. You just have a couple shows. Like I saw in December you're playing with Little Smokies in Colorado. Yeah, yeah, out in Colorado. Yeah, we're looking we, forward to that one. We caught them at Northwest String Summit, at least a portion of them. Mm-hmm. There was so much going on. Those guys are a hoot. <laughs> yeah, they seem really fun. We've, we've never met, but uh, but we checked out some of the music when, when they offered us the shows, and yeah, we're psyched. That, should, gonna, be, that should be a really fun time. You're going to have a blast. That's going to be a crazy, crazy show. I, yeah, it's it's their hometown shows, too, so we're, yeah, we're psyched. More sold-out rooms coming up. <laughs> so behind like an, when the new album comes out then obviously another tour and more and more and more right that's just the goal yeah yeah that's the idea I mean I think uh, we're all we're all getting older too we're in our 30s now so you know there's there are a couple things that are just generally tough to figure out in the music business or at least when you're when you're touring especially with your partners you know, if you want to 
have a family at some point, um, mm-hmm. how exactly do you do that? So, mm-hmm. um, so that's something that, you know, is on, is on our horizon somewhere and, um, we'll have to figure that out. But, uh, but we're excited. So yeah, we'll see That's kind of how, how this have. record goes. And yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you, you mentioned having a family and it makes me think like, how do your parents, how are your parents feel about you being a musician and everything that's happened? Are they super supportive? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're the most supportive Aww. people in, in my life for sure. Uh, Aww. they, my dad always wanted to be a musician and, his uh, his family was not supportive of that. His parents were were not. Uh, they said only only people who are in the church can uh, <laughs> can oh, wow. play music. So so which is just uh, not true. But um, yeah. So he kind of he never got to live out his dream of, of being a musician. So he definitely lives vicariously Aww. through me. And then and also my my youngest sister. Uh, she she's also in a band. So. Um, and then my other two sisters are artists. So, you know, everyone's kind of, uh, poor. Yeah. Super talented. Poor. Poor. But, and yet they still support us. So yeah, it's, uh, that's, it's, that's awesome. We have a great, yeah. They actually, they, they just, uh, um, today they, they went and picked up, they adopted a dog, uh, and his name was Chewbacca, and he's this, he's this huge dog. So we all kind of we went over there and checked him out with him. It was, it was just a really great time. Oh man, that's see, that's awesome. And it says a lot about them that all their kids are creative people. Man, I mean, it's in your blood, and it's it's just yeah, says it's, a lot uh, about how you were raised and all of it. That's cool. Right. Yeah. If, uh, I mean, I have no complaints with, uh, with my family life. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been really great, especially as we've gotten older too. Um, I have three sisters and, and yeah, we, we all get along really well and, and we have a really nice relationship and yeah, it's been a really, really just fortunate thing in my life. Cause I know that a lot of people don't have that and, and it's kind of a rare thing mm-hmm. for everyone to just get along fairly easily. Yeah. And, and I mean, for us, that's kind of what we strive to create with the show is, you know, family for those that don't right. have it for themselves. And f- we, we do the hashtag found family and that's a real thing, man. There's a lot of people out there that don't have that opportunity and, and it's super important. It, it, it gives you a foundation to be able to work from for the rest of your life. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you can't understate that. No, not at all. So, well, hold on, hold on. I got to back up a sec. So talking up. about family, you mentioned your sister's band. Do you want to tell us who that is, so we can listen? Or, yeah, for sure. Uh, they're they're a duo, um, and interestingly enough, they're also in a relationship. Um, but uh, so my sister's name is Marion, and she's in a band called Gentle Temper. Gentle Temper. I like, I like the name. It. That's yeah. a cool name. Oh, I'm not going to screw and that up. Hang up the phone. They've, uh, they've uh, done some shows with us in the past and they're, they're working really hard and, and, and touring all over the place. So they're, yeah, they're, I'm really proud of them. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Shout out to little sister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for, for everybody out there that wants to find out more, where can they get info on you guys about tour and when the album comes out and all that stuff? Any, anywhere on the internet, you know, anywhere we can find music, it's just ballroom thieves or at ballroom thieves. 
uh, I before E, which is something that a surprising number of people uh, have unlearned in school. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but wow. yeah, but we're we're all over the place, you know, Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. Yeah. Right on, man. I appreciate you spending time with us yeah, today, Martin. Thank I, you so much. It was a pleasure. Flew by. I was like, I just looked at the time. I was like, holy shit! No, fast. <laughs> Give the band our love and thank you so much for putting out what you guys are putting out. And when you know when you guys come back up here, please let us know, and I'd oh, love to yeah. come well, see I you would, and have you guys over I or whatever. And hang out. I want to take my seat on the porch. I mean, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to have all of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. We'd love mm-hmm. to do that. Right on, man. Any right. any excuse to hang out in Portland, Oregon. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, Let's do it. And someday we will visit the East Coast and I, Maine is on the list. I want to go to Maine so bad just to eat lobsters. <laughs> just like until I could just like explode. I love lobster and you always hear about it up there. I mean they ship oh, it man. all over, but to have it, it, ain't it like the same as when you eat it where yeah, it's where it lives. Exactly. <clears throat> right yeah. On. We we live right down the corner from a, like you walk down the dock and the fishermen just take the lobster out of the, out of the water and hand them to you. So, so yeah, Damn. come on See, by. We'll yeah. Apple's eyes just rolled back in his head. <laughs> <laughs> right on Martin. Thanks for your time, man. And Thank you, we'll guys. be in touch Thanks and so let much. you know when it comes out. Yeah. Tell the rest of the band. Yeah, hi. Good. Thank you, man. Thanks Martin. Will do. Thanks. Have a rad day, man. All right. You guys too. Bye. Bye.
What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. That was super fucking cool, man. What a cool dude. Oh, this is Gentle Temper, his his sister's band. band. Let's let oh uh, well like, we, like we don't sweeties. have a permission to no, do that so don't do that. Wow yeah ballroom thieves everybody go listen to them you will definitely not be disappointed. It's it's a uh, it's definitely mood music. It's mood yeah. yeah definitely. I'm looking forward to listening to it again now after yes. learning that they're mm-hmm. like in a in a relation. I mean it makes sense now and now well it kind of sounded it. like that from the jump anyway. It, it just from the harmony of it. I don't know, man. I think it would be really hard to create that energy with somebody that you weren't close with like that. Yeah, but it happens. Should twins do it? Yeah, but they're twin sisters. They there's circumstances where it's it's. Well, I look at the same thing as kind of like ballroom dancing and salsa. So there's so many dancers that I mean they're practically making love on stage, and it's like, oh no, they're. Or they're gay, or they're what you know, whatever. Yeah. It's I mean, they're married. They're what? Yeah. I I just love the fact that they're out there spreading happiness. That's yes. what's cool, man. And you know what, you guys, you can do the exact same thing. <laughs> Spread it. Yeah. Go out and be nice to each other, and smile at strangers, and don't flip people off when you're driving. Love one another. And. Follow apples and shout out to widespread panic. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because we've had that. Um, I can't remember who was mentioned that we didn't like oh. that thanked us for. And we just mentioning. talked about him on the last interview we yeah. did too. Oh, Neil. <laughs> yeah. So widespread panic, we're coming for well, you. We've at been some talking point. about panic quite a bit lately. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna see him at Red Rocks. No, we decided some, that today. We did. Yeah. When? I don't, when they play there. Okay. They're, there's nothing announced I'm, yet. Yeah, I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know about that. We're going. We're gonna take whatever opportunity. Yeah, we so, feel so like what taking. happens happens. Yeah, but we have, no matter mm-hmm. what, that's we we're got to do some more stuff in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Now we gotta go to Maine. I want lobster. All right, time to go to Maine. <laughs> All of you guys out there, plane. get on a plane, go to Maine. Hey, Thanks that everybody hey, for joining the show and listening fellows. to Martin uh, talk about his awesome band. And uh, stay tuned for more NSR. We love you guys. We'll see you we next week you. with more stuff. Be Peace. nice to each other. Safety third. Hydrate.
to focus through the spot in the corner that is still intact. The react is both a defense mechanism as well as a fear. We've traveled this road before, so we may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. Hey listeners, I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. Features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hey, music fans. We wanted to let you know about Music on the Mountain, a show that will feature Anders Osborne, Dogs in a Pile, and Saints and Liars. This show will be directly after the Divided Sky Foundation's fun run at 2 p.m. on Saturday, May 18th, at the base of Akimo Mountain in Ludlow, Vermont. The show is presented by The Phoenix, a national nonprofit organization offering support to those in recovery and anyone impacted by substance use to celebrate recovery. If you're running in the Divided Sky Foundation's fund run, you'll be automatically registered for the show. It's a family-friendly event, and all proceeds from ticket sales and other donations benefit the Divided Sky Foundation. Visit Music on the Mountain, that's musiconthemtn.com, for more info and to get tickets. That's musiconthemtn.com. Hope you enjoy. Enjoy.